Welcome to the Lifting Lessons at Lunch, hosted by Calvary Baptist Church of Statham, Georgia. My name is Matt Dibler, and I have the great privilege of pastoring Calvary Baptist Church. This podcast can be heard every Monday through Friday at 12 o'clock. And now, here is our speaker for today. Hello and welcome to today's Lifting Lesson at Lunch. I want to thank you for joining us today on this Monday. Pray that today will be a blessing to you and an encouragement. We're continuing our summer uh, series of faith just by way of uh, just to keep you up to date with our Lifting Lessons. Starting on September the 3rd, that'll be the first Monday in September, we'll begin a new series. I uh, can't reveal much about what it'll be yet, but we're excited. We're looking forward to it. So pray with us about that. Be looking forward to it. Be anticipating it. And we're excited for what the Lord's doing with our lifting lessons at lunch. Today, we're going to continue the mini-series about our faith in the Word of God, our faith in our Bibles. And uh, so I encourage you to take the Bible and join me in Psalm 19. Uh, That's where we've been the last three Mondays. And we're going to be here the next three Mondays as well. We will finish out our series of faith uh, on this topic about the Bible. Of course, I said at the very beginning, this is not a very this is not historical. Uh, there's not very much deep historical things being brought up. It's just what the Bible says about itself, and uh, as seen in Psalm 19, and that's exactly what we're going to be looking at today. Already, we have looked at the law of the Lord being perfect; it converts the soul. We see what it is, is that the testimony of the Lord is sure and it makes wise the simple. Then we also see that the statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. We've seen these things over the last three weeks. I encourage you to go back uh, and listen to, watch. If uh, if you're not up to date, I encourage you to do that. And then come back and watch this one uh, so you can be up to date with what we're looking at. But we're going to be looking at the Word of God, the Scripture, how we can have faith in it. Looking here at part two. I want to read, uh, starting in verse 8, we're going to read in the second part of verse 8, so 8b, and we're going to read to the end of verse 9. The Bible says, The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether. Today we're going to be looking at the commandment of the Lord is pure. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. The Bible says in Mark chapter 13, verse 31, Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. God, he has promised that he would preserve his word. In the history of the church, there has really uh, been no greater controversy than the word of God. You see, you can strip away every single belief that Christianity holds to, but if you take away the word of God, then we have no written standard of truth. You see, there's there are things that we do not argue about. Here at Calvary Baptist Church, we don't argue about the deity of Christ because the Bible says he was God manifested in the flesh, and we believe it. We don't even waste our time arguing about it. We preach it, we teach it, because that's what the Bible says. We don't argue about the Godhead, the Trinity. The Bible clearly teaches it. Why argue with something that's clearly, plainly there? It's really a waste of time. Now, does that mean that we don't contend and defend the faith? Absolutely not. But what it means is that we don't argue about it. We just believe it. We teach it. We preach it. We hold to it by conviction and hold to it by the Word of God. We don't argue about the bodily resurrection. We defend it. We contend for it. But the Bible is so clear about the bodily resurrection. It's not something to argue about. It's it's what the Bible says. And around here at Calvary Baptist Church, we don't argue about the inspiration and preservation of the Bible. 
We believe it. We don't, we don't need to argue about it. And if, if people disagree, that, that's fine and dandy. That, that's their right to. But if we're going to be honest with the Word of God, then we, there are certain things that we will believe. And we believe that the Bible is the inspired, inerrant, infallible, preserved Word of God. And today, in the English-speaking world, God has providentially preserved the King James Version of the Bible in, for the English-speaking world. If you speak English and you live in the English-speaking world, then God has preserved for you His Word, completely inerrant, completely infallible, in the King James Version of the Bible, in the authorized version. Now, you may not like what I just said there, and that is okay. We can still be friends. How does that sound? We can be friends and disagree, but it is the conviction of this church and of this preacher that the King James Version of the Bible is God's Word for the English-speaking people. God's preserved it to us, and He's given it to us, and we find it in the King James Version of the Bible. John Burgeon once wrote, If you and I believe that the original writings of scriptures were verbally inspired by God, and we do, then of necessity they must have been providentially preserved throughout the ages. What would be the point of God inspiring His Word to not preserve it? It would be a waste of time. You see, you and I, based on the Word of God and what it teaches, we have the preserved Word of God. And when you have a King James Version of the Bible, you are holding that exact thing. The Bible is a wonderful book, and God has preserved it for us. It's His Word. It is God's Word. When we have the King James Bible and we preach from it and teach from it, we can confidently say when we read these verses, Thus saith the Lord. These aren't my words. These are God's words. Completely inspired, inerrant, and infallible. As we looked at part one of this series on, on faith and in the Bible, we saw that the Bible, it was, uh, it, was, uh, it was right. It was sure. We also saw that it was perfect. Today, we're going to be looking at uh, the fourth of these characteristics the fourth of these characteristics, and it is that the Bible is pure. The Bible is pure. Now, I want to give you a definition for the word pure so that we can uh, be on the same page with what we're talking about. The word pure, it means clean, empty, free from moral degradation, holy. The Word of God is holy. The Word of God is clean. There is no uncleanness in the Bible. God is perfect. Therefore, his word is perfect. Psalm 12, 6 and 7, one, one great passage on preservation of the scripture says this, The words of the Lord are pure words, as silver tried in a furnace of earth, purified seven times. By the way, the number seven, it's the number of perfection. Verse 7, Thou shalt keep them, O Lord, thou shalt preserve them from this generation forever. God has promised to preserve his word. And not only does he preserve his word, but he preserves his pure word. We believe in the purity of the word of God. Have you ever had foggy headlights? That's a weird question. Have you ever had foggy headlights? You know, if your headlights are foggy, it hinders the effectiveness of what the headlight is supposed to do. It's supposed to shine light, especially darkness, so you can see forward and what's ahead of you. You have a headlight so you can see it. But if it's all foggy, then the visibility is limited. 
it's not pure. The, the headlight is not clean. It's, it's not free from degradation. It has error within it. It's not doing what it, was, what it was intended to do. But when we come to the Bible, it is pure. It is perfect. It is holy. If you can't say that about your Bible, then it is not God's word. Notice what the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 30, verse 5. Every word of God is pure. If the book that you hold in your lap or in your hand or wherever it is right now is not pure, then it is not God's word. God's word is pure because God is pure. He is holy. He is without degradation. He is clean. So we see what it is. It's pure, but what does it do? What does it do for us? It enlightens the eyes. Notice the statute, I'm sorry, that's wrong. Uh, the commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. What does it do? It enlightens the eyes. Commentator once said, showing men what they should do and what they should avoid. You ever wonder what you should do and what you shouldn't do? It almost is like when you're looking at a situation and you say, okay, do I do this or do I do this? It's kind of like you're blinded almost. Without the Word of God, you're blinded. You, it's, it's difficult to know. It, it, you're blinded because of the impurity of your own self. But when you come to the Bible and you open the Word of God and it gives you direction, it will enlighten your eyes. Why? Because only that which is pure can you see what things are supposed to be and how you're supposed to do, or what you're supposed to do and what you're not supposed to do. He continues and said, It is by God's commandments that we see the exceeding sinfulness of sin and the necessity of redemption, so that we may love the Lord with our heart and our neighbor as ourselves, for this is the end of the commandment. And thus, to enlighten the eyes is its use. The Word of God is used to enlighten the eyes. The Bible will show you who you really are. The Bible will show you who you really are, and the Bible will show you who God is. You want to know God? Get into His Word. God's not going to give you a dream. He's not going to give you a vision of himself. No, no, no. Why would he do that when he's given us the perfect, inspired, inerrant, preserved word of God? This Bible, we can have faith in it. It's pure. It enlightens our eyes. The Bible shows us who God is. He is unchanging. He is merciful. He's faithful. He's gracious. He is more than wonderful. That is who God is. And you know how we know that? Because the word of God tells us so. I want to finish with this verse, Psalm 119, 105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light to my path. You got some foggy headlights this morning? You got some foggy headlights you can't quite see what's, what the next step is in your life? Maybe you can't see what the decision you should make as far as a certain situation? If that's you, get the word of God. It's pure. And it'll enlighten your eyes. If you can't see the next steps, open this book. Read it, study it, meditate it. And you know what will happen? It'll enlighten your eyes. What an encouragement. What a truth. The Word of God, the commandment of the Lord, it is pure, enlightening the eyes. Friend, today I pray that you'll have more faith in the Word of God because of our study today in the, in the Bible, in the Word of God, our standard. We're praying for you. We love you. Pray that you'll join us tomorrow as Brother Lindell shares in our lifting lessons at lunch, and we look forward to being with you again in the future. Have a great day.